Here they got it as number one. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Got it now? Yep, I got it. All right. All right, so hey, we're here. So we're here. We just got through doing the top 100 for 1956. Yep. The Billboard Hot 100, song by song. We didn't skip any. We jumped ahead on a couple. Yep. Just, just, just because we wanted to. Wanted to. Right. Yeah. And I think we did something else somewhere down Probably. the line. But anyways, we're into 1957. Can't remember back that far. I know. <laughs> it, was, it was what, years ago? Years it? ago. We're, we're in 1957 now, and we're heavily into the rock and roll, and all all these little one-hit wonder things are going to pop up now. You've got to rack your brain and see, see if you remember some of these songs. Uh, some great music, and there are some flops in there, too. And I think you and I will both agree on that, right? Yeah. Now, see, if anybody wants to, you. Uh, it did it. It did it again. It put. See, it's got. It's got number one is Black Slacks, and it's number one hundred. But anyway. Okay. Well, what the as long heck? As, we, as long as we can find it, that's all. That yeah, matters. we can find it. That's all that matters. So, do you want to? You want? Uh, do you want to give an email address in case anybody wants to uh, ask us questions or? It, well, it's right on the on. It's already on there. YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll just comments. invite you. We'll invite you to make, make comments, make comments. Yeah. Uh, ask questions. If there's something you want to hear besides what we got, we've been, in hot we've 100 been called charts. idiots many times. Yeah, we've been called all kinds of things. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, what's so cool is you guys out there might know something we don't. You might say, "Well, there was another song that came out too, and maybe we could find it, play it for you." Who knows? All right. Anything can happen. Anyways, we're gonna hit number. Plus, we're gonna be on. We're gonna be on the internet. Uh, on a radio station. On the radio station. Too, so we got to so get that So we got we'll a radio program, and if we make any money, we might be on a TV station, too. Yeah, Who knows? Yeah, so there you go. But it, it wonders, you know, miracles happen. Especially, you know, when we hit our, because I just, I just became a senior, and you've been a senior for a couple of years. Yeah, a few. Yeah, <laughs> quite a few. So, hey, at our senior years, we might become stars. Oh, I know. You another, never know. Another thing they might be interested in is we're going around giving free oldies concerts, too. There you go. We just started that. So if you're interested in a school, a VFW, a American Legion, fundraiser, charity organization. <laughs> um, no, I'd love to go to some of those oldies dances with you. Free, free, con free oldies concert. We play the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. And uh, donations welcome. That's how we make the gas money. Isn't but anyway, isn't that funny how uh, it went from 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s? Now is it oldies? Yeah, it just makes yeah. you feel old, don't I, it? Well, yeah, well, I've felt that way for yeah, a while now. Anyway, so what we're doing is we're starting out with number 100 in 1957. This is the 100th most popular song, and I thought this song, <laughs> Black Slack, Joy, Joe Bennett and the Sparkle Tones, and what I've got on here by. Uh, Joey Bennett, Joe Bennett, teen rock and roll band from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Joe Bennett is on vocals, guitar. He was born in 41. Howard Childress is on guitar. Wayne Arthur, bass. And Irving Denton was on drums. That's all it says about it. The only song they ever hit, they ever had? Uh, well, they had a song hit 42 and 105, but we call this a one-hit wonder. It hit the top 20, they came, number they 17. came from where? Something Sparkle? Spart uh, Spartanburg. Oh, Spartanburg. Spart uh, yeah. So I mean, one of Spartan, that's where the Sparkle Spartanburg, Tones? Spartanburg, South Carolina. I think that's where so the Sparkle was, Tones came from? Well, I would say so, yeah. yeah okay. uh, anyways, okay. they were on the ABC label. I've got the original 45. I met them in Troy, New York, at the uh, Troy... What do you call those trillium audium things or whatever it was? Trillium but he was—they weren't the high. They weren't the. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's there was a. I remember that I talked to a guy. I can't remember what the guy's name is anymore, but he was one that had one of those one-hit wonders, and he said that they used to have tour buses, 
back in in the uh, late 50s, early 60s, mm-hmm. and there'd just be all these different bands with the little one-hit wonders. Little hot one, and they'd go around, with, yeah. each of them to do their song. Yeah, and, and a lot of times it would just promote. be a bunch of them, yeah. and then sometimes they would be the, the opening act for yeah. the bigger ones yeah. coming yeah. on. Yeah. But there would be a bunch of them, and, and, yeah. and, and you yeah. know, like... Uh, well, kind of like the whole Buddy Holly thing when he when he died. It was, it was Buddy Holly, it was Richie Valens. Richie Valens, the Big Bopper. The Big Bopper. Chuck Berry. Yeah, so I mean, so, you, know. you know. There was a whole bunch, yeah. and there was a few others in there, too. So. so they did, they just happened to be the ones that got on the plane. But anyway. Anybody, now, back in the 50s, Black Slacks, Peg 14 back, if you know what that means, did you know what that means? No. Black Slacks were the tight, yeah. shiny, and kind of Peg, like spandex Peg today. 14 meant... How big was it around your ankle? Oh, okay. And a peg 14 was tight. Yeah. So kind of like spandex today. Yeah, yeah. Only spandex give more breathing. Right. Yeah, these were just real tight pants. But listen in the song, and if you haven't heard it, it starts out, I like black slacks, I like black slacks. I like spandex on a good-looking woman. I know. It, it shows eye removement, and it just gets me all twittery. Twittery. If you can keep up with, if you can keep up with this, with the, with the music, you're trying to get the they, wife some black slacks, but she, they, she won't put them on. They sing this song kind of fast, though it's hard to catch what they're saying. But, but you'll hear Peg 14, something or other black slacks. Listen to it. You'll hear right, it. Here we go. There you go, Joe Bennett and the Sparkle Tones and Black Slacks. And did you notice that uh, you're starting to hear the uh, Daddy O? Yeah. That started creeping in, especially in the. Uh, 1957. 
What? Rock and Roll era. What? The doo The doo songs. Okay. Yeah, started uh, the Daddy O, Cool Daddy O, and Daddy O, Daddy O. Uh, uh, the McGuire sisters had Daddy O uh, in the movie Black, uh, the Blackboard Jungle. That's where the term yeah, came from. Daddy O. Daddy O was uh, oh, what's his Be name? Cool, Daddy O. The, the, the artist, and I keep forgetting his well, name. Well, you remember even the Flintstones had it. Remember the Flint, the old Flintstones '60s? They, they all about hip. That's where I first time I heard hip. Hip, well, see, you, if you listen to some of this music, you'll hear it in here. Well, I know, but I'm telling you, I was a kid. I know. The Flintstones came out. What, uh, see, we did. Uh, we started 60s. doing all this before you were around. But I mean, you remember the Flintstones had like the the, the jazz band come over? Yeah, Hip Daddy O. You remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah, so. I just remember the Flintstones doing it. So. Okay. <laughs> the Flintstones did it. It was cool. Anyway, Jimmy Bowen. Jimmy Bowen. And Jimmy Bowen was born in Santa Rita, New Mexico. He formed the Rhythm Orchids. And that's where he does this uh, uh, Jimmy Bowen and the Rick, uh, the Rickett Orchids. The Rickett Orchids. The Rhythm Orchids. Those orchids had rickets. At, uh, <laughs> he was at West Texas State University with Buddy Knox. Now, these two got together, him and Buddy Knox. Yeah. And uh, Don Lanier and Dave Dickie Doo, who, who got into the Dickie Doo and the Don'ts. Yeah. Uh, Can any of these guys sing? Aldred. That was his last name. Uh, <laughs> Bowen became like Fabian. No, no. Uh, Bowen became the producer and top record executive on the West Coast. Produced twenty of Dean Martin's hits. I thought, wow! I thought you you'd be interested in that. Yeah. Uh, nineteen sixty-four to sixty-nine. Jimmy, 19, I'm not worthy. Okay. In 1977, he moved to Nashville. In '84, became president of MCA Records in Nashville, renamed Universal Records in 1968. Hmm. So this guy was no slouch. Yeah. He didn't have a lot of hits. This was his biggest hit. He made number 99 in 1957. Made number 14 in 57, but number 99 in the top top 100. 100, And that's why. Uh, Originally released on Triple D, 798 in 1956. B-side was partied by... I like Triple D. Do you like Triple D? Speaking of Triple D... But this record is worth about $1,000 if you can find this. Really? Originally released in a Triple D, 798. In 56, and the B-side was Party Doll by Buddy Knox. Oh, okay. And that's why. Yeah. No, you never saw that because then they came out on their own. Yeah. Buddy Knox re-released that. So, very, uh, very, uh, he did a strange song, Ever Loving Fingers was his second song. (laughs) I knew that was going to get him. (laughs) I'm sticking with you. Okay. I'm sticking uh, with you. We're sticking with Triple D Records. Triple D Records. I got to tell you about Triple D, though. Worth a lot of money, and it could be a couple reasons. I'll try to keep this clean, but I got a Triple D. I was over at my my wife had her Taylor reunion, and the Taylors, uh, you wouldn't think so with my wife, as tiny as she is, but they're like six foot whatever six foot three six foot four six foot five what are we talking about this that big well the tailors are all that big and then there's the girls and the girls are pretty good size too now terry she's short she's five two i think she is now five foot two eyes of blue anybody seen my gal yeah but anyway pretty much better she's five foot two and she got eyes of blue but anyway um so they're like really big guys and the, the girls are very big girls Trying not to get in trouble here because the tailors never asked me back to their union if they ever see it. But there was one girl that was there. <laughs> well, it's a, one way to get rid of relatives. Yeah. <laughs> one girl that was there talking about triple D's. I have never seen anybody stick out as far as her in my life. This even was Dolly just, Parton? Yeah. Even she beat Dolly Parton. Oh, my God. She, yeah, she, I've she never could have seen, a career ahead of her. I've never seen one. You got to hook her up with Dolly and say, can I carry on? 
I'm thinking to myself, did she put like those long balloons in there or what? Because I mean, that would just. How do you hold them up? I mean, wow. How do we get from good rock I was and roll impressed. music to? I was impressed. But anyway, I've never seen any that big before, <sighs> and it's in my own family. Well, there you go. I'm sticking with you. Okay, here we go. I'm sticking with you. liked it but it was just kind of right here yeah. Whoop! you know what I mean it just well, yeah I can see you know he, he was kind of original sounding though it was a kind of it's almost sounded like I say instead of playing a drum it's only he was playing a box almost. I know it yeah so but, it was kind of a, mon, a mundane it, song but he went so that's why he went on and did other things it pretty much says here too he was born 1937 American record producer is what they have a pop music performer mm-hmm. uh, Bowen is a uh, graduate of the University of Pennsylvania and it's a business actually holds an M- MBA with honors at Belmont University. He previously lives with his wife Ginger in Phoenix, Arizona. Bowen was responsible for bringing Nancy Sinatra and Lee Hazelwood together. Hmm. These boots. Okay. That, that, what was what are those songs? Summer Winds and yeah, uh, and anyway. another one that they did was popular. Um, but I like Lee uh, Hazelwood. He yeah, had a so good voice. I. He also was responsible for teaming Nancy up with Mel Tillis. I don't remember that. I don't either know. From the album Mel and Nancy. I don't know. Nope. I, remember, I remember Nancy and Glenn, Glenn Campbell. Mm-hmm. I don't think everything ever came out of that. I didn't follow her career that much after Boots. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was kind of it for her. She wasn't much of a singer. She wasn't her, definitely she wasn't, wasn't her dad. She wasn't much of a looker either. Yeah. You bite your tongue. Yeah. Sorry, Frank. Yeah, right. He's probably still got his Italian friends there checking that stuff out. 
Yeah, I um, hope they don't originally watch the video. Fl yeah, flip side. You were talking about flip side party Dow, Buddy Knox. Yeah. yeah. Top 20 recording. Yeah. Okay. And, I, and my other book has the, the worth of those things. I grabbed the wrong book, but it would tell me how popular, how rare that was. Reprise records, yeah, like you were saying, Bullet That's Oates. in with Frank Sinatra. Yep. Yep. Strong, strong and accurate. The productive Chathova, uh, Sinatra, Dean Martin, Burt Bert, Bacharach. Not Bacharach, Burt. Burt Kim, Kimfert. Kemp Burt Kemfert. Kemfert. Yeah, Burt Kemfert. Sammy Davis Jr. and uh, Dino, Desi, and Billy. Yep. No, oh, anyway, he got got a label in Nashville, Tennessee. After that. Anyway, he's uh, I guess he's still alive. So I don't know how old would he be. My age. Yeah. Oh well, 37. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Okay. Okay. We're moving That's up to Elvis again. We don't need any introduction for this one. Uh, no. I like number this song, 98. Though. This came from the movie titled the same thing. Loving you. I'll yeah. be loving you. I could say my still my my favorite album. I don't know why. I guess just because I liked the liked the movie, was uh, with the with the little Asian girl that he was with uh, World Fair. We're, uh, World's Fair, yeah. Yeah, I just love those songs in that uh, in that that whole album. I guess it's because my sister bought the album, and I probably because I listened to it when I was a kid, so I just remember them all. But anyway, would be here he is. Loving you from the movie. Okay, we found out that that uh, Jimmy Bowen song in mint condition is worth $900. So if you got one laying around, please call me and let me know. That's what party 
doll on the backside, right? With the party doll on the backside on a triple D, seven ninety eight. <laughs> and you'll give them what, fifty bucks for it? I'll give them, I'll give them a dime, and then if I sell it for nine hundred, I'll uh, split it with them. There you go. That's, that's a, a good that's deal. That's a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. How come there's something missing from my pocket here? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's the ten. I thought there was a five in there. What the? It's counting his money. Oh, I guess I can turn my mic on too, huh? Yeah, turn your mic on. Mine, mine carries all right. Yeah. You'll be able to. Hey, my buddy. Anyways. My favorite guy is coming up next. Rusty, I, I Mr. Rusty Draper. Now, of course, you and I have had this discussion before. Uh, I don't. Uh, well, what was it? Goober Peas? Yeah. Peas, peas, peas. We did something else. Eating he did a uh, train running through the middle of the house. Yep. And uh, Man, this is actually, this is a house. cover version of Freight Train. And I don't think the other one got any higher than this either. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, this is Rusty Draper's uh, uh, version of Freight Train, and I swung over and got the. Uh, what do you call that kind of music? Lonnie Donegan Skiffle. Yeah, Skiffle. Skiffle. Char- uh, Charles McDivitt, and he was a Skiffle band, just like Lonnie Donegan was, and they did a. They did. They didn't originally do yeah. it. It's an old song. But I happened to hear their version of Freight Train, Freight Train, going oh, so like, fast. And Nancy Whiskey was the female singer in it. And I just liked her voice Nancy in the doo 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 the beat yeah, I of bet it. you that so. was a real name. <laughs> Nancy yeah, Whiskey. Right. So anyways, yeah, like, well, see, he about, and I were talking about that. I like, oh, I like this too, but he likes Rusty Draper's version. I like Charles McCoy. Well, I grew up on Rusty Draper. Cause I, like right. I say, my dad your dad, had the your album. dad, yeah. Yeah, he had the album and he played it all the time. Just yep. like my sister had the album Elvis, and I listened to that one. I seemed to like these songs, even though I don't think... I'm not even sure there's a hit on that album. Is there? World Fair? I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know if there's a hit on that album, but I like the album. But um, but, but like you said with Hound Dog, that was an old song from way back when that Elvis redid and made mm-hmm. his own. And, you know, that's all these songs. that you know, they, they, I'm sure these artists hear them some, that don't write their own. Yeah. Hear them somewhere yeah. else and say, "Hey, I kind of think I could do something with that." Or song. somebody says, "Here, I wrote this song. We did it back in the '40s. Go ahead and see what you can do with it. Jazz yeah. it up, or you know." Yeah. 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 Anyway. But anyway, that's kind of like you like you like that because you heard it, and I like the Charles McDivitt because I heard like it. Kind of like the ones you hear the first. Would, yeah, that's well, why the like, originals a lot like of times I like better yeah. than just, somebody's redo. We're just like in the '70s too. When you a lot of times I remember you and I used to have this discussion in this, you know, years ago about some of the songs in the 70s. Oh, yeah, I love this song when they when they came out with it. And you said, well, they didn't come out with it. Such such came out with it in 1950 or 1960 or... So. I.E. What? I.E. Oreo, well, Oreo Speedwagon. Sure. Oreo Speedwagon coming yeah. out with the, the train kept the roller. Yeah, no, I was Aerosmith. Aerosmith, I'm sorry. Yeah. Aerosmith, the train kept the roll. That's and, an old song. And it's the like, original. It's like Big Ten Inch. Yeah, Johnny Burnett and the Rock and Roll Trio yeah. doing the. Yeah. yeah. It's like Big Ten Inch. That was an old song. An from old the, song from, from the, the 30s, blues right? days. Yeah. 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 I was on 78. Yeah. But that was the. Well, see, you big, and I the, find these things out. You and I know these things. These yeah. poor people don't. But some are going, my God, I didn't know that. And yeah, some but, are saying, to hell with it. I don't care. Play the song, <laughs> will you? Yeah, but well, this, back to Big Ten Inch, that was the 78 record. It was 10 inches. And boy, we had fun with that, too, let me tell you. Yeah. So anyway. They were talking about the record. Yeah, record. Okay, anyways, inches. Rusty Draper and his version of Freight Train, Freight Train, going so fast. Freight Train, Freight Train, going so fast. Freight Train, Freight Train, going so fast. I don't care what train I'm on, as long as it keeps rolling on. 
talking about stuff here while we're listening to Marie Brusty Draper. I, I don't know. I always like, I liked his, his stuff. Mm-hmm. It was quick, too. Like yep. that, that whole album, I remember, was like the whole album was like 20 minutes long, both sides. <laughs> it wasn't very quick. But anyway. I mean, Anyways. Well, here's a group you're going to hear for you. Oh, hey, I'm excited. Harry Belafonte is coming up here. Where? Um, it'll be on the next page, probably. <laughs> well, yeah, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven songs. Can we can I'm we do saying, number ninety-six? I'm just saying, coming up here, you know. Well, yeah, and so is Marvin Rainwater. Yeah. Now there's a name for it. Now that is country. Yeah. Yep. Gonna find me a bluebird, but that's not where we're at. We're at the Four Coins. Yes, we are. Another group of four college guys, and this is kind of a one-hit wonder. But they've been around for a while too, like the Four Aces and the Four Lovers and the Four. Freshmen, the four freshmen. I love the four freshmen. They, they were college group too. So, they'll play the song, and then we'll get into it. Okay. Sean Gula. Like you. 
Okay, but now let me say this. You had the four coins, the four lads, the four freshmen, uh, the four seasons. Uh, another four seasons didn't quite. But yeah. you, you take you take the four lads, the four coins, the four freshmen, uh, a few other four pennies and stuff like that, and they all sound about the same. They're the college kid kind yeah, of. Yeah, kind kid. of like kind of like a barber right. shop. So yeah. you had to get something a luck. Like the four lads had some luck, and they had a, a big career. Four corns, four freshmen. Four cords. <laughs> Coins. <laughs> I know. Well, saying. there is a four cords, too. There is a four corns? Yes, there is. Or four cords. Cords. Oh, okay. I thought you said corns. No. <laughs> That'd be like my corns four are, popcorns. Yeah, my corns are not bothering me. <laughs> but anyways, it's just the breaks of the game. Yeah. Because they all sounded the same to me. Yeah, I liked memories uh, well, of I, you. I thought this here was kind of odd, though, because it said, well, like I said, it's got listed a whole bunch of songs, but I think it's just the songs that were all listed on the the uh, two albums they released. It only had two albums, the Four Coins Greek songs and the Four Coins in Shangri-La. And they were, um, Heritage was uh, were Greek. Okay, But, they, but yep. they came from Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, yep. And their local uh, uh, orchestra leader, Lee Barrett, Took okay. them to audition in Cincinnati, Ohio. The, was Ohio a place to audition? I guess it must have been, huh? Yep. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, you think that you know Chicago or, or New York or anyway, this led to their cutting some high-charting records and appearing on television. In 1970, however, they left the show business to tend to family obligations, not performing in, again until 2003, when they performed two final shows back. In their hometown, and they appeared in 1957 Warner Brothers rock and roll movie Jamboree, singing, Jamboree yeah. singing the song A Broken Promise. Anyway. But so, you can see what I mean. Yeah, that. They didn't that, get the breaks. I mean, this is Wikipedia. Remember that everything has one page after page after page? Mm -hmm. Some of this is, that's it. <laughs> this oh. is pretty much it. <clears throat> so, I mean, did, didn't they perform on, like, the PBS special? The. Do what thing? I think they well, it's the four that. freshmen. But they never got the four coins, huh? I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. They may have. I haven't seen. I didn't see all of, all those shows. That no, they I had. never did either. I mean, they're. I enjoyed them, but I didn't see them all. Marvin Rainwater. Marvin Rainwater, considered country. Love this popcorn. Yep, 1925 in Wichita, Kansas. Country rockabilly, rockabilly singer, songwriter, and guitarist. Okay. This was his big hit. He had other songs. Oh, he sang one of the... He said Rockabilly. Majesty, Maj Majesty of Love, Marvin Rainwater and Connie Francis. Oh, okay. Sang together. Francis, yeah. Yep, go. and that was, uh, that was in 57. It only made number 93. But uh, this one, Gonna Find Me a Bluebird, uh, hit number 18. Okay. And it made number 95. In the top of Gonna find me a bluebird Let him send me a song Cause my heart's been broken Much too long Gonna chase me a rainbow Through a heaven of blue Cause I'm all through crying
completed My dreams come true Then came the time My life was haunted My love unwanted All for you trying to get that whistle though it was pretty good I would go ahead and do it again no <laughs> play with my lips <laughs> I don't know how he did it I don't either yeah. if anybody knows how that was done let us know yeah that was pretty good I like that all right that was Marvin uh, Rainwater with oh by the way I never did meet me Marvin Bluebird. no never no well, wasn't big see, enough. If you would have met him, you could have found out how he went. I probably would have seen it and, yeah. and been able to tell you because it would have yeah. been unusual. He would have saw some other guy grab his lip. <laughs> or, <laughs> or something. Or something. Or yeah, maybe it was an a, instrument that they used. Maybe a twister or something. I don't know. Maybe it was an instrument they used. Like an aqua or whatever. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe somebody just had a, a really voice that whistler. quivered and a whistle that quivered. <laughs> a quivering whistler. Maybe it was Mel Tillis. <laughs> The happy whistler, we got the quivering whistler. Yeah, it could have been Mel Tillis's early early stuff. You know, <laughs> the whistler. <laughs> anyway. Okay, born, hey. Delor- born Dolores Williams. Yeah. Now, how they got Laverne Baker out of that, I don't now, know. Here, here's a classic 70s tune that was remade. Jim Dandy. Jim Dandy? Oh, yeah. Who, yeah. Uh, smoking in the Boys? Who was that? No, it was no, uh, Bromble Station. It was... Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the I'll label. It, a white, it was yeah. a whiter label, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway, she was born Dolores Williams in 1929 in Chicago, Illinois. She died of, a heart, of heart failure in 97 at the age of 67. She recorded as Little Miss Sharecropper, and I remember the story about that because we did this before when she uh, did, we did Tweedly D. Yeah. Uh, her version of Tweedly D. And B. Baker, remember? Yep. So, uh, we Black had, Oak, Arkansas. Black Oak, Arkansas. Yeah. 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 Anyways, Tweedly D was a big one for I Can't Love You Enough, a fast one. That was both in 55 and 56. 
And uh, she did. Uh, Jim Dandy went went to the Rock and Hall Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame and number three hundred three. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's a classic. Jim Dandy to the rescue. Yeah, it was released in nineteen fifty six by her, and yep. then it was released in nineteen seventy three by the Black Oak by Black Oak yep. Arkansas. And then she also did a comeback. Jim Dandy got married, just like Peggy Sue got oh, yeah. married. Yeah, I remember that. And then her biggest song was "I Cried a Tear," which uh, came out in fifty eight. So we might we're probably gonna be hearing from her. Here again. we go. B bar B top one hundred here. Yeah, B Barker or Barker B or what they say her name was? Little Miss Little Miss <laughs> Little Miss Crooner or something. I was I was looking up Black Oak Arkansas while you I know. were talking. Yeah. So anyways, one of I think one of Laverne Baker's best songs. Oh, that's a, that's a true rock and roll tune it's right true, there. Yeah, and, and there we go. We're bringing the black music coming in, coming in strong. All right. Yeah. And we're gonna get heavy here in a little while too. 1957 was got, a heavy year. And then you got the music by Harry Belafonte that you're not even sure. Calypso, yeah. Calypso, Calypso, yeah. Calypso came in there. Yeah. yeah. It snuck in for a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, loved, I loved him, too. Oh, yeah, me too. Anyway, uh, Patience and Prudence. Patience and Prudence. We talked about them before. The 14- and 11-year-old girl sisters, McIntyre, and they had two hits. Uh, what was it? Uh, um, well, 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 well. You, yeah. Tonight You Belong to Me. <coughs> you and, belong uh, to me. We did that. We did that last year. <laughs> I said I remember I heard that song when Steve Martin and Bernadette Peters did it in the movie The Jerk. Okay. This one made number 11 in 56, but it carried oh, over come to on. 57. Steve Martin played, played the ukulele when he was doing it, too. It's pretty. Going to get along without you now. Got along without you before right, I met you. Going to get along without you now. Are you talking about me? Nope. <laughs> 
Who the hell are the Olsen twins? You remember the Olsen twins? Mm. No. Anyway, they were big for a while with the kids. So young kids. Oh, with the kids? Okay. No, yeah, I haven't been, a, that, haven't been a kid for a while. So. Well, they were on that one show. I don't remember what it was called even anymore. The one with, anyway. Forget about the comparison. If you don't know who they are, it's not going to really work. So, anyway. My, Anyways, my I, met, I, I met this guy in Carnegie Hall. Oh, you met him? Yeah, I met him in Carnegie Hall. I love hearing All by himself thing. doing a concert. There wasn't any, you know, nobody else. The best movie, Be- Beetlejuice, was made even better when Harry Belafonte had his songs in there. Jamaica Farewell. Yeah. I love that. Yep. And, of course, he did the famous Dale. Yeah, but. Uh, here's a day. Here's a day. What was the one in there that I liked a lot, too? Hide the deadly. What? Hide the deadly black tarantula. Daylight come and I want to go. That was in this. That was in the that movie too. This was a cute song. I mean, Mama look at boo boo that. I mean, they don't even say there and has boo boo that. You know what I mean? Mama. Yeah, Harry Bell. It's what is that? That calypso. Calypso. It's not really Jamaican. It's just food. Called no, it, well, Calypso came from Jamaica. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's kind of a Jamaica. Heritage. And I love. Well, I love. He wasn't. He wasn't. Well, here, he wasn't Jamaican. Was here's he? what it says. I love the way they put this. Okay. He was born in 1927 in Harlem, New York. Yeah, yeah. Of Jamaican and West Indy percentage. Oh, okay. Percentage. Right. <laughs> I like. That's a cool way of putting it. That's a smooth. So his way. parents probably. Oh, yeah. yeah, right over your head. There you go. Anyways, Calypso singer actor. Rode the crest of the Calypso craze uh, to worldwide stardom, starred in several movies, became UNICEF Goodwill Ambassador in 87, and father of actress Sherry Belafonte. He's still, he's still alive, too, isn't he? 
Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. I saw, in fact, he was on television here just a little while ago. Oh yeah, yeah, at the uh, for the Oscars. Yeah, Oscars or something. Oscar or something yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A little getting a little he older. Getting a little older. Yeah, he had yeah. a little little trouble up there, but yeah, yeah. 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 I but uh, I loved his music. I loved his yeah. music. I loved his. Uh, it just had such a happy. Boy, Jamaica Farewell was kind of sad, but yeah, most of the stuff had such a happy, fun. I know it. Yeah. Hold him, Joe. Hold him, Joe. Don't let him go. Yeah. So, anyway. And uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, not Hold him, Joe. Uh, uh, the other one he did didn't hit yeah, the charts. Yeah, I can't remember that one that that I liked on uh, in Beetlejuice too. I can't remember the name. And of then it he now. did one with Maria, uh, Marion McCaba, the hole in the bucket. Oh yeah, where it comes all the way back around. There's a hole, got a hole in the bucket. Yeah. He did that. He did that at Carnegie Hall. That was a oh, cool did he? song. Yeah. yeah, that was something. But anyways, I think because he did it. I'm sorry, I've heard Burl Ives do that one too, but it's not it's not the same as when Harry Belafonte. Did. I know it. I know it. He has that. He has that flavor that he puts into the song. But anyway, right. Anyways, let's stop talking uh, about it. Let's Mama, do it. look at Boo Boo Day. Shut your mouth, 
Boo Boo Day. I remember the song now that I, I hold him, Joe, hold him, Joe, and don't let him go. But the other one was Matilda. Matilda, oh, yeah. she take me money and run Venezuela. You know, I should have I looked it up. I didn't think about it. Yeah, that was a, that was a cool song too. Because he had there was a, there was another one he did that uh, come back what cotton fields John Henry jump down spin around pick a bale of cotton jump See, in line Harry Belafonte man songs. smart woman smarter oh yeah hole in the bucket Matilda yeah. Scarlet yeah. ribbons Havana. swing that hammer. Try to remember, turn around. To make a farewell, that's always been one of my favorites. So yeah, far as yeah, that was, uh, I'm glad Don't he did love that. me, let's see. Uh, turn the world around, coconut woman. Around. That was see. good, too. I'm going to look at boo-boo, man, smart. I can't remember. There's one that I looked at. There's the Beetlejuice. Maybe I should put that on there. Beetlejuice songs. <laughs> anyway, you can talk about the next one while I'm, while I'm making uh, Well, it's Larry Williams. And Larry Williams. Oh, we were also talking too about how how crazy this top 100 is. Yeah, we go. We went from patience and prudence to Mama look at boo boo. We're going to Larry Williams, heavy blues, rock and roll, Boney Maroney, Margie Rayburn's very white. I'm available. Country guy Mitchell's rockabilly, and then Pat Boone's very slow song yeah. called Remember Your Mind. Yeah. So there you go. We got a mix going here. Anyways, Larry Williams. He is right here. Uh, that's Lenny. Larry, he was born in 35 in New Orleans, Louisiana, committed suicide in 1980 at the age of 44. Okay. Why, I don't know. But here's the rest of it. Black rock and roll singer-songwriter, pianist with Lloyd Price. And you remember Lloyd Price, the one that did uh, uh, Personality and... Uh, Jump in. Jump in the line. Shake oh, some more. Uh, I'm mentioned, sorry. I yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. I was trying to remember that. That was what. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Lloyd Price uh, personality, and what's the one with uh, the guy uh, in the alley with the knife? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of it either. Anyways, in the early 50s, he Staggerly. Staggerly. There yeah. you go. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, convicted. He was. Play, he played piano in both those. Anyways, he was convicted of narcotics, narcotics dealing in 1960. The jail term interrupted his career, I would say so. Yeah. And uh, then I think that was it. Uh, the Beatles recorded his songs, uh, Slow Down, Dizzy Miss Lizzie, and Bad Boy. Huh. But this is that very fast rock and roll, bluesy piano song called, I got a gal named Boney Maroney. She's as skinny as a stick of macaroni. Very easy to sing. Can I can I play the other the weather Harry Belafonte song after, after this, this one? one? Okay. Yeah, then right. then you'll have to play my Matilda though. Okay, I'll do. All that. right, here you go, Larry Wynn.
Uh, Mr. Larry, well, now we're going to hear from him again because his big hit was Short Fat Fanny. Oh, okay. And, uh, of course, he did High School Dance, Boney Maroney, which uh, went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You Bug Me Baby, Dizzy Miss Lizzie, which uh, the Beatles redid. And Mercy, 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 Larry Wims and uh, uh, Johnny Watson. Johnny Watson, I've got a couple of songs by him, but he never got charted. Music. That's really blues, rhythm and blues kind of stuff like that. All right, so anyway. Okay, so we're going to end at number 91 and start with number 90 next week. We're going to play a couple songs here. Yeah, well, I was trying to remember the my favorite song from the, the Beetlejuice um, movie. And Winona Ryder was in that. And, uh, that looked darn good. Supporting solution menu EX is not installed. Whatever the heck that means. Okay, we got popcorn. Went to the movies, went and saw Blended last night. That was actually pretty funny with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Oh, good. Now that I got a couple handfuls, you got bugs in it. Okay. That's even better. Where the heck are we? Can you get that out of here? Okay, PT and OZ doing something. I don't know. I don't 19, know what we did. I don't know what we did last week. 1956. We did Dean Martin, but we got to do the platter. We're on number 12. Yep, number 12. Number 12. But before we do that, we got a couple of things here. We have to. We want to send out our condolences to the acting community for the passing of James Garner. Yep. Uh, we call them Rockfish, and I think he got that name on. On the Rockford Files from one of the actors, that, you know, one of the guys in there. But uh, I used to watch him as Maverick yeah. on the old te- the old westerns, and I used to watch him uh, on the Rockford Files. In fact, uh, the Rockford Files theme song by Mike Post was one of my favorites. I think it was Mike Post. It was one of my favorites the, of the, the theme song, so that was pretty good. Then I you know, saw him in a lot of other movies, too, uh, besides those two. He was in a lot of movies. And the other thing... He's always a good actor. He always did the same part, but he was, it was yeah. good at doing yeah. it. Good at being the smartass, really, is what it was. I was watching uh, Good Morning America this morning, and uh, Richie Sambora was on. And, of course, I had no idea who Richie Sambora was until they say that he was Bon Jovi. Lead singer, whatever, and he was lead singer in a couple of other bands. But anyways, he had a Les Paul guitar that Les Paul had given to him, and I think I'd heard this before. Have you? No? Okay, anyways, he had it right oh, we there. I saw with John Bon Jovi was the lead singer in Bon Jovi. Well, I guess that's Richie Sambora. I guess he was he was Bon Jovi or something. I don't know. He was a guitar player in Bon Jovi? No, he was lead singer. Okay. At least that's what he said. I don't know. I always thought it was John Bon Jovi. <laughs> no, I, don't ask me. I mean, John anyway. Bon Jovi sings. So I... Anyways, he was on Good Morning, Good Morning America this morning. or, or Yeah, Good Morning America. And he had uh, uh, Les Paul guitar that Les Paul gave him personally yeah. and he played it a little bit you know so well, I could say he's probably the guitar player yeah it could I'm be. sure he sang too well you know what he said he was a lead singer in a couple other groups too maybe I misstood that as you know yeah. so anyways Cause it's kind of funny he would call it Bon, bon Jovi when John yeah, Bon yeah. Jovi wasn't the lead singer hey but. what do I know about these new, newer <laughs> groups you know what I mean newer groups. I didn't even know who Richie Sambora was it's better so. else since the 80s but anyway okay, okay. anyway that's that. 
Because John Bon Jovi's still doing it. Joe's right? still, still doing music. You know that. Yeah. I mean, uh, he did a country song with uh, Jennifer Nettles, too, that I really like, too. But anyway. Anyway, he's, he hasn't fallen down yet, but he might. No. No, he's, he's. Because he brings my favorite. Get out of here. You've got your own. He brings my favorite thing. That's the theater popcorn. So. Yeah. I'll be munching and spitting peanuts and uh, not peanuts, but kernels and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, I'm getting truck in my teeth already. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, we the wife and I went and saw Blended last night. It was pretty funny. Adam Sandler and uh, Drew Barrymore. So. I've heard about it. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, you can wait for the video. I mean, I wish I would wait for the video. There's an ass behind me, and I kept talking. It reminded me of you. Oh, yeah, I don't talk during the movies. Oh, yeah, all right. I make a comment here and there if there was something important to make. <laughs> all right, anyway. Anytime I talk during the movie, it's got something to do with the movie. Well, yeah, same with this guy who's with the movie, too. It's just, Did you see that crap? He didn't see that crap, though. But anyway, where are we at? Number what? Number, number 12. Number 12. The Platter and the Great Pretender. Right. Tony Williams, lead singer. Oh, I'm on nine. That's why I'm on 1955. No wonder I couldn't find it. Yeah, get to 56. (laughs) All right. Number number 12. Platters, the Great Pretender. You ready for it? Yep. Tony Williams, lead singer. Here you go.
you're still Second, second biggest hit. This is bit my cheek. We're all sucking on popcorn here. We are. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> I said, we're gonna be eating popcorn, so you're gonna hear. Um, I used to be picking stuff out of my teeth. Okay. Gross, yeah, I, you do that off camera if you will. Yeah, probably I'll try. Um. Yeah, I was I was, tell, I was telling you too that when you when you when the wives were leaving, went to the movies last yesterday, and I always get my big garlic pickle. This thing was freaking huge. It was this. It was this big. It was about that long. No comment. <laughs> anyway, so I got the pickle. Luckily, I opened it beforehand. Before the, before movie, the lights before went the down. Before the lights went and down and, yeah. and everything else. Because there was a big old brown wormhole in it. It's like, oh, man. So I took that back. They gave me another one, of course. But could you imagine? I would have just, like, barfed all over the person in front of me. <laughs> it bit me that pickle. And, what is this? What's this a big worm? long thing in here? <laughs> Anyway. Sharing my pickle. Right. Hey. I didn't do it. We're going to go on uh, radio here shortly, I think. I think it's actually <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. That's what I'm told. He has his antenna. He's going to throw it up on the building. We're going to be down on the air and on the, on the web. Okay. And pretty soon we'll be on TV. And after that, we'll be down at uh, Nashville and the Grand, Grand Old Opry, right? Right. Introducing uh, Bon Jovi. No, introducing Sambora. Sambora. Okay. Anyway, all right. So we. But he uh, may not be with Bon Jovi. He just put out his own album. I don't know. I, I can say I just remember John Bon Jovi. I just figured he was always the lead singer. That's the one I always see him sing. So. Well, you know, we can look it up in the book. Probably a good idea. Yeah. But, you know, if anybody really cares, since we're like in 1956. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, so what, Morris Morris Stoloff, band leader, stole the show on this one, Moon Glow and Theme from Picnic. This was the theme song from the actual movie. This was the actual soundtrack okay. that came from the movie, and it was a very good soft shoe, I would say, okay. type of dance. You know, do-do-do-do-do. Very, very well put together. And uh, it's more. Uh, it's the theme from Picnic, and Moon Glow and the theme from Picnic. So. Okay. Put it all together. It made number number eleven in nineteen fifty six. Popcorn's gonna do that. I'm sorry. Rip, rip, rip. Anyways, here's Morris Stoloff and the theme from Moonglow and
Morris. Stole off. Stole off, yeah. Moon glow and theme from Putnik. Mean glow, me. Mean glow and theme from Putnik. Yeah. <laughs> Moon glow, I take it is the name of the song actually, but yeah. they just call it theme from Picnic, which right, is the movie. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, this was playing in different parts of the movie okay. when they were when they were dancing. That had uh, oh, what's your name, Sandra D and that uh, was it, Dana Andrews. No, it wasn't Dana Andrews. Uh, oh, what's the other guy? Robert Rett, no, uh, Robert, I can't remember the other guy's name. Oh, well, it's not Robert that. Wagner? Uh-uh. No? Okay. I never seen the movie, so. Not important, so. All right. So that was Theme for Picnic and Moonblow. Mm-hmm. Now, that's one we both know. We talked about her before, too. Yeah, K-Star. And, yeah. And uh, try, trying to keep up with the rock and roll era, which was just starting to hit big right now. Yeah. This was the one of the first. The next year is going to be the real big year, but this this pushed it right here. Okay. And so she had a lot of songs hit the charts, but she decided to do rock and roll. And this was called the Rock and Roll Waltz, and it was just a very cute put together song. Yeah, that's so. why it talks about the parents. That, the parents, yeah. That trying to dance to a rock and roll rock song. And roll trying song. to dance waltz to a rock and roll yeah, song. Yeah, right. That was very very good. Cool. Uh, listen for the piano in this. All right, here we go. One night I was late Came home from a date Slipped out of my shoes At the door Then from the front room I heard a jump tune I looked in And here's what I saw There Mom was dancing with Dad to my record machine And while they danced, only one thing was wrong They were trying to waltz to a rock and roll song One, two, and then rock One, two, and then roll They did the rock and roll waltz Rock two, three, roll two, three It looks so cute to me I love the rock and roll waltz One, two, and then rock One, two, and then roll One, two, and then jump It's good for your soul It's old, but it's new Let's do the rock and roll waltz There in the night Was a wonderful scene Sing with dad to my record machine and while they danced only one thing was wrong they were trying to waltz to a rock and roll song one two
you go. Your rock and roll walls. I was ready to dance. How about you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the next one. But you hear, you heard that piano. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I told you it reminded me of the Ghost of Mr. Chicken, which you said you. I didn't see, but you. With Don Knotts, I, I used to like Don Knotts' movies. He he played a he played a Brady Cat really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had to go into this old house that was supposedly haunted, and had that anyway had that organ playing a certain song, and there was nobody at the organ, and you know the bloody keys and the one whole of that story. things. Yeah. yeah. I always, I liked him in that one too that he played. Fish. What the heck was the name of that one? Oh, I think I've seen parts yeah. of that one. Yeah. But he plays a cartoon fish. Yeah. 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 Kind of like Charlie. Looks like kind of like Charlie Tuna. Uh huh. But anyway, <laughs> Don Knotts. Oh yeah, that's another guy who just left us not too long ago. Not Don mm-hmm. Knotts, but uh, Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith. No. Oh well, they're all even. Love this popcorn. Okay, Dean Martin. We already did him. Memories are made of this. That he was, was number eight. Number eight. Now number. Seven is no, uh, no, yeah, no, number seven. No, Elvis was number eight, is number eight. Dean Martin, number nine. I'm sorry, yeah, Elvis is number eight. Elvis is number eight, yeah. I mean, what they have here, they have Elvis is number okay, all right, okay, yeah, I guess. And um, this is just one of what four or five songs that Elvis had, but this was his premiere year. This is when he came out. They have it cr- crisscrossed on this. They have Elvis as number seven, and Doris Day as number eight. Oh well, who cares, Anyways. right? But so anyway, we this think was this. Uh, we think this one's right. Yeah. It's the billboard. This is not his first song to hit the charts. Yeah. That's coming <laughs> later. <laughs> this I think was his was the second song. Right. Because these two were back to back. That one and that one were back to back songs. Don't be cruel in Heartbreak Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't be cruel in Hound Dog. Oh. Yeah. And Heartbreak Hotel, which we'll be playing here shortly, was the first song he came out with to hit the charts. But this made number eight and I think this one I'm sure it made number one, but it made number eight in the top made number top eight 100. in the top one hundred. But uh, this Wait, one. Can you believe that we're almost going to make it through a top 100 here? I know it. That's going to. That's pretty good. How long did it take us? <laughs> like four weeks. All right. Anyway, so we played the song. Yeah, and I think this was a signature song for Elvis right, right here. Yep. Everybody you ain't this nothing one. but a hound dog. The crying all the time. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Crying all the time. Not a hound dog, crying all the time. 
All right, so you found it. I, I was going on the internet here to look. It yeah, says, that was, and I thought it was Scotty Moore. Yeah. Well, Scotty Moore on the guitar there, uh, Bill Black on the bass, and he had a career of his own. Uh, he did an instrumental. And uh, DJ Fontana was on the drums, and of course the Jordanaires were the backup on uh, his RCA. Since James music. Burton played the lead guitar, um, James was born in 1939 in Louisiana. But you said Scotty? Yeah. Huh. Scotty Moore was with him for when the, he was on the Sun label. Yeah. And well, he didn't went. Scotty he, Moore went go with him for quite a while too. Yep. He went with the RCA. Yeah. So. Now this thing's not telling me what I wanted to tell me then. And I don't see anything else. Yeah. Okay, it says by this, uh, let's see, the 1950s, Bill Black passed away. Lead guitar, yeah, lead guitar Scotty Moore, I'm sorry. Yeah. Lead guitar Scotty, Scotty Moore and his drummer DJ Fontana. Yeah, and then they, they probably, they changed as time went on. Yeah. Live engagement, 69. Um, National Hotel, Las Vegas, beginning of the city. James Burton to assemble a list of players from his backing rock band by mid-July 1969. The group was assembled yeah. Yeah. and approved and consisted of James Burton, lead guitar, Larry Mabarik, I don't know. Yeah, there, that when he was started to get in trouble and stuff and they had issues and stuff, that was the people that were behind him. Okay, Jerry's Scuff, Skiff, Bass, Ronnie Tut, Drums, and John Wilkinson was really with that. Anyway. And Elvis is the only uh, rock and roll star to have a, a postal stamp commemorative for him. Okay. The sweet, Amongst a lot sweet, of other things that Elvis did. The, the Sweet Inspirations, originally compri uh, com comprised of uh, Sissy uh, Houston. That's Whitney Houston's mom, I think. I didn't really know. I have no idea. Yeah, I think it was her mom. Well, yeah, mother, yeah, mother of superstar Whitney, it says right here. And what did she do? She was the part of the Sweet Inspirations, the original group that... And what did up. they do? They sang backup for Elvis. Okay, that's when you could start to hear some of the girl, yeah. female vocals in the back. Estelle Brown in 1970. Yeah, I, I followed and him in, uh, from the Sun years into the RCA years. He got into the 60s. I didn't follow his groups that much. I followed his music. And, of course, he was always an idol. It was nice meeting him in New York City back in 57 or 8, I think. A very personable young man. Very polite, just the way they portrayed him when they said, you know, he, he you know, kind of bow his head a little bit and say, how are you, and, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. He, well, didn't that why the colonel... But this was when I met him in the 50s. Now, when he got into the 60s and got into the drugs and stuff, I think he was a little more uh, boisterous, but still a nice guy. I remember him the way I remember him in the 50s. I right. don't, I don't that's, remember That's Elvis the way you want to remember him, I, too. Right. That's the way I want to remember him. Just like when you went and saw Jersey Boys, you were afraid that you were going to get crushed about Frankie Valli. Crushed about Valley, Frankie Valli in the four seasons. He was still a pretty good guy. And he was still, he was, he was a good guy. Considered he was involved with the mafia and everything else. Right. But he was yeah. still a good guy. Yeah. No, that worked, that worked out real good. No, it was, a, it was a, it was a pleasure meeting Elvis. And, uh, uh, of course, there was 50 million other people around, too. 
I didn't get a chance to shake his hand or get a signature or, or anything like that, but I was able in the group to be able to say my name, you know, from station WKBW, Buffalo, mm -hmm. New York, stuff like that. So that was fun too, you know. And you know what? When you're young and impressive and you're on, you're a DJ in a radio station and you think you, you know it all and you think you're big time, sometimes you don't pay too much attention to what you're doing. You don't really care. Yeah, that's so I met. It all was big deal, you know. Yeah, a lot of DJs fall in that whole root, rot, root, rut. Thank you. Uh, because they think they uh, doesn't stink, and all yeah. of a sudden they find out it does. <laughs> Wolfman like Jack. Uh, Wolfman Jack didn't strike me as that way. No, uh, I didn't get to know him as a personal friend. Just yeah. a meeting. Uh, the one I've heard stories about, and I only met once, was uh, tablecloth shed on me, by the way. Okay, well we'll see. If, we'll see if we can get a haircut this week. <laughs> uh, the guy that got involved in the uh, payola. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, how come I always, I always forget his name, too? I know. It's, it's, That's Stan Freeberg. It's, 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 yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, and I can see his face yeah. in the movies. But he was the one that did all the rock and roll movies. Right. With Bill Haley and the rest of them, yeah. And uh, he was a little rough, I understand. He was a little rough. Yeah. Anybody got rough. Dick Clark roll. was very nice, but Dick Clark was very professional. Yeah. I mean, he didn't giggle, laugh. I mean, it was this, you know, he had a show to run. This is what you do. You come over here, you do this, you do that. Ed Sullivan, I never met Ed Sullivan. That was a little bit too big for me, national TV, you know, so. Speaking of that, my sister just went and saw, her and her husband went and saw um, a tribute to Red Skelton. Oh, I bet you that was good. Yeah, they had some guys that, you know, portrayed certain characters of Red Skelton, so, yeah. Yeah, and what were some of those characters? Yeah. Uh, Cadoodleheimer, Cadoodlehopper, Cadoodlehopper, and Clem, 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 and he had a couple others too. Boy, our minds are really good. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as we get off the air, <laughs> like, oh, it was this. Oh yeah, I remember him. I was I was pretty young when I watched that. Though. I was just a kid. I used to love him though. Oh yeah, my and dad, my dad was my dad's favorite. I know, and he always he always said that you don't have to swear. He was, they were asking him about the, the dirty language and that's, stuff. That's the whole thing, too, that I wanted, yeah. I wanted said, to bring you don't up. You don't have to swear to be funny. Do you, do you remember what he said at the end of every show? Uh, yeah, but I can't think. I know, good night, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are, but that was, what's his name? That yeah. Was, that was Bob. He just Bob always Bob. said, God bless. God bless, right. It was God bless. Yeah. yeah. You don't hear that on any show anymore. They, they well, be you know what? I used to do it at the end of every reception too. Yeah. I God said, bless. I yeah. said, God bless. I said, God bless and, and be good. You know, yeah. so long or something. See you down the road. Yep, that's what he said. I remember that every every show. And all that stuff say, goes out the window. Yeah, I read every every end of every show. You would say, God bless, and yep. you, you wouldn't you wouldn't even think of hearing that anymore. Any, well, there's not any bright right. shows on anymore, but it's all that. It was well, Jimmy, I take it back Durante. because. What? Jimmy Durante is the one that said, Calabash? Mrs. Yeah. Calabash, wherever yeah. you are. I heard the story about that, too, but I hear so many stories, I forgot what it was. Yeah, now. and of course, Carol Burnett did the whole thing, the good night. And the good night, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, but the way she could do the, uh, uh, what's the guy that flew? See, I can't remember the guy that flew from the... the Oh, 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 Tarzan. Tarzan. Jeez, yeah. I can't. My the guy that flew. Where'd my where'd my <laughs> where'd my brain go? Yeah, before, you, you fell on the popcorn, I think. <laughs> Could be. Hey, you want to give me another gallon, Alan? Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> Fill it up. Give me another gallon, Alan. Shoot the Bruce to me, Juice. <laughs> no, it's the other way around. Shoot yeah. the juice to me, Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, there you go. 
Uh, hey, if we didn't have fun, there wouldn't be any fun. Give the, doing give the, the show. pop to me, Scott, or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Okay, what are we Shoot on the run? Shoot the fluid to me, Louie, or something <laughs> yeah, like that. something like that. Okay, now we got Doris Day. Now we got, now my, we got Doris Day. My sweetheart. And, and she was my sweetheart, even though she was probably, what, 20 years older than me? Oh, or yeah. maybe more. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was older, she was older than me. I, watched, I, I loved watching the old movies when I was a kid. And this game, whatever will be, will be. Case they Rossera, big Sarah, hit for. I, I look it up. I don't think it made number one, but it made number. I think. What was, was the What was the movie that? Came the movie, from? Uh, the man that knew too much. Yeah, because that was the kid with her kid Jimmy got kidnapped Stewart. or something. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I watch it all the time. Love that. You got movie. it. Well, the you movie, yeah. I'm gonna have to borrow that yeah, one now. Yeah, no problem. Because I, I just got. But back. you know what? This was I in there. I just bought this one back. North by Northwest. Hitchcock that was movie. another good one too. Yeah. You know what? We'll have to look this up. I don't know whether it was written for the movie or whether she just sang it in the movie and it already sang it. We'll have to look up the date the movie came out right. and when that came out. But we'll go ahead and play it. We'll look some of that stuff up. All right. I'll let you hear it. When I was just a little girl, I asked my mother, what will I be? She said to me, Kay said, said all, whatever will be, will be. The future's not ours to see. Kay said, I said, what will be, will be. When I grew up and fell in love, I asked my sweetheart. What lies ahead? Will we have rainbows day after day? Here's what my sweetheart said. Kay said all, said all. Whatever will be, will be. The future's not ours to see. Kay said I, said I. What will be, will be. Now I have children of my own They ask their mother, what will I be? Will I be handsome? Will I be rich? I tell them tenderly Kay said all, said all Whatever will be, will be The future's not ours to see Kay said I have the three right you have the three volume set and you didn't have it with you well well what it was it will fill you in but what it was is you know i'm converting everything over yeah and it was on the old disc well i pulled all the old discs because i thought i was going to have all the important stuff done no nope. wrong yeah you got you got to have family tradition i know I, I, yeah well now i got family tradition i've got uh uh Attitude adjustment. Yeah, I never played Country that. boy will survive. Yeah. All my Roddy friends are coming over tonight. All my Roddy friends have gone to sleep or dead or yeah. something. <laughs> Anyways, that was from the movie. Yeah. And he is a pervert because he fell in love with his, yeah, from I, that, his mother. Yeah, I was looking at this from 1920. I just spit on myself. From 1922 
Born on April 3rd, 1922. It's the same age as my mother. Uh huh. She's the same age as my mother. Oh well. She's 18 years old. You know, when, you, when you're watching the old movies and you're, you're looking at them, you, she's, you know, she was beautiful. She was a good looking, yeah. perky little. And she had perky. a couple of perky, perky little things. Too. Perky little things, yeah. yeah okay. I got it, never mind. She's blue eyed, blue <laughs> eyes, and blonde hair. Yeah, perky. Okay, number six in the 1956 top 100 charts. We got a guy here, Les Baxter, in his orchestra. Been around for a long time, backing for a lot of uh, vocal groups back in the old days. Still going along, hitting the rock and roll age. This isn't a rock and roll, but it's another instrumental like Moonglow, but this is a little perkier. It's called The Poor People of Paris. <laughs> like <laughs> little per- Well, that's little what happened. That's why, it's the right, that's why it's right above her. <laughs> So let's Anyways, write a, let's write a perky song for Doris. I know she's it. She's so perky. I know it. Anyways, Les Baxter <laughs> and his orchestra and a very tricky, a very cute little tune called "The Poor People of." <laughs> Said, love me or leave me. Oh, I might have. Mm. Okay. You want to love me or leave me? Is that what you're telling me? What's my line? Oh, yeah, love me or leave me. Love you're me right. or leave me. Yeah. We will check those out and see. Okay, we're looking at Doris, ba- huh? Doris Day movies. Yeah. I'll read them up. Uh, the Man Who Knew Too Much, Pajama Game, Teacher's Pet, oh, Love Me go. or Leave Me. Uh, they teamed up with uh, James Gardner starring the, the Thrill of It All, uh, followed by Move Over Darling. Yeah, we're both with James Gardner. There you go. Want some James Gardner movies. Yeah. 
Something's Thrill, give. thrill of it all. Something's got to give. That was with Sammy Davis. He sang the song. Yeah, 1962, comeback uh, vehicle for Marilyn Monroe. Um, Midnight Lace. She was in that? Gaslight. Um, anyway, yeah, so she's in quite a, from 1959 to 1968. She was yeah, in movies. right. That's um, neither here nor there. It has nothing to do with the billboard. Well, it actually oh, does the, because... the Ballad of Josie. I don't know what that is. The love album. With six, you get aggro. I remember that one. That was released in 1968. Um, who was, was that Frank Sinatra in that one? The six, you get aggro. See, her, okay. final, her final feature in comedy with six, you get aggro was released in 1968. Um, from 59 through 70, they received nine Laurel Award nominations. It doesn't say who's in it, though. Anyway. All right. Can we get back to our list? I'm sorry. When I get on something, you know how I, I know it. But I wrote some of them down. With six or was egg roll. I like that one. That was good. I'm pretty sure that was Frank, but yeah, I might be wrong. Could be. Anyway. Anyways, you're up to number five, the fifth most popular song in the top 100 from 1956. This is almost a one-hit wonder. Gogi Grant. Mm-hmm. We have to look it up and see what kind of a name that is. Gogi. But uh, anyways... This was the first song besides Fat Domino to have fiddles in it in the rock and roll era. It's called The Wayward Wind. She did come back with another hit called Suddenly There's a Valley, but that was it. Then she was gone. So. She, was she the one that did it, the Wayward Wind, the, made it the most popular? Yeah. 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 So I, I like this song. The Wayward Wind. Yep. And it's, you've got the fiddles in it going do, 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 do. Yeah. Fiddles go just like That's that. That's my famous doo doo. Okay. <laughs> Right, here you go. Here it is, Gogi Grant. Is a 
What they said was that she was the first one to put fiddles, she, the producers, were the first ones to put fiddles in a rock and roll song. Fiddles have been around for years, don't misunderstand me. She was the first one, they were the first ones to put it in there, and they said, right up, you're going to ruin the whole song. Rock That's and roll? It. That was rock considered and roll. rock and roll? This is, yeah, because of the beat and stuff, this was considered rock and roll. Okay. Well, rock and roll waltz was, too. Okay. Because uh, most of your fast songs back in the old days were comedy songs. But anyways, Gogi Grant uh, didn't ruin the song. It, uh, oh, suddenly the va- suddenly there was a valley was her first song. This was her second one. She did have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven charted songs. Suddenly there's a valley came out last in our last year in '55, but it okay. only hit number one, so it didn't make the charts. Then she came out with a wayward wind, and it made number one in '56, and then it came out as a reissue in ni- in uh, 1961 and hit number 50. Wow, but. Uh, who we are, uh, you're in love from the movie, accused of murder, starring David Bryan. When the tide is high, strange are the ways of love. It, it hit number 80, 75. So actually, she was a two-hit wonder. Now here's the information on her: born Myrtle. No wonder she didn't go anywhere. Hmm. Myrtle. Oh, Gorgie. I mean, that's not much <laughs> to change. Myrtle or Gorgie? I think Gorgie's Gogi. better. Gogi. Gogi. G O G I. That's what they. That was probably a nickname. <laughs> it sounds like a growth. Yeah. Or but something. wait a minute. Let's see where she was from. Myrtle Ehrensburg in 1924 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> what she was like? Yeah. I, her parents must have been. Yeah. Foreign of some sort. Gogi. I don't. I don't know where Gogi, Gogi. came from. I have yeah. no idea. I could say it could have been a nickname. Yeah. That definitely was. <clears throat> She was raised in Los Angeles, California, female pop singer. That's all it says about her. She was born in 24, so she's, I mean, she's, uh, up getting, she's still around. She's getting up there in years. My, my boys used to call 80 it, something. Used to call my, my youngest uh, uh, Giddy get, get Goomy. Giddy Goomy or something like that. Well, look at our my nephews and stuff. They, they call one of them short and yeah. the other one Oge. Yeah. So, and one of them's name is Paul and the other one's Stan. So, yeah. how, do you, how do you, you know, I, who knows? Anyways, that was Gogi Grant or Myrtle. Thankful I never got that. Name. I know it. This OZ is good enough for me. Boy, we're up to number four. I know. And we're going to go back to the Platters, their second song, and a little bit bigger than The Great Pretender because Even last year like, was The Only You. I like Great Pretender better. but Yeah, well, that was. this is more of a slow song. Yeah. And this is the one that I said uh, Buchanan and Goodman got sued on because uh, at the end of my prayer will always be there. They released their song a week before this one was released. Right. So, anyways, the platters and my prayer. When the twilight is gone. Wrong song. 
And no songbirds no. are singing. No songbird is singing. When the twilight is gone, you come into my heart. And here in my heart you will stay. While I pray My prayer Is to linger with you At the end of the day In a dream That's divine My prayer Is a rapture in blue With the world far away And your lips close to mine Anyway, any, any base, any base, anyway, anyway, the platter is my prayer. Number four in the top 100. We only got three to go, and two of them are Elvis. Right. But here we are, back up to number three, and we're at an instrumental in Mr. Nelson Riddle, who backed up Lyndon Ronstadt for right. years. Is he still alive? I, you know what? I don't know. We'll have to look we'll it up. Look it up, yeah. Because, I mean, he, he, like I say, Lyndon Ronstadt came out with that, what, in the 80s or yeah. was it early 90s? But he was band leader, very successful. He backed yeah. up Frank Sinatra. He was all over the place. And he never really did much on his own, but whenever he did, it was it was a hit. This, yeah. this one's called Lisbon Antigua. Kind of, all these songs are about poor people of Paris, Lisbon Antigua. It was nice to... Kind of reminds you of, like, Henry Mancini kind of stuff. Yeah. Like everything he did right. kind of yep. had its... One of the greats in, yeah. in, in orchestra leaders, I think. And Nelson, I think Nelson Riddle is right up there at the top, right up the top. Okay. Okay, we'll Lisbon Antigua. Yeah. 
Mr. Nelson Riddle and his orchestra. But go ahead with some of those. I got, you know, I said Linda Ronstadt and Nat King Cole, Frank Sinatra, Tommy Dorsey. Uh, and he started way back with Charlie Spivak, which is way back in the 30s and the 40s. But you had a list of all the yeah, but he, things he, he was doing. He died there. in 1985, which I think is kind of unusual because he did that thing with Linda Ronstadt in 1980. But, yeah, it says, um, a career stretch from the late 1940s to the mid-1980s. His work for Capitol Records kept such vocalists as Frank Sinatra, Ella Fitzgerald, Nat King Cole, Judy Garland, Dean Martin, Peggy Lee, Johnny Mathis, Rosemary Clooney, and Keely, Keely Smith. Keely Smith, yep. I don't know who that is. Household names. He found commercial and critical success again in 1980, the 1980s, so he must have been like near death. The 1980s with a trio of platinum albums with Linda Ronstadt. Linda Ronstadt, yeah. Because he died in 85, so yep. he must have just completed those and yeah. his health said, went downhill evidently yeah. but that that's what i was saying he was all over the place and well known and and that backs him up right there those are credentials i would say he yeah. would be one of the top ones that uh, Elvis Gerald, Nat king cole judy garland gene martin i know i mean he was just all over the place rosemary Clooney, right johnny mathis i mean come on and, and capitol records was his biggest that was his biggest that's where he stayed the longest i think yeah. was capitol the only person I never heard of is Keely Smith. I met uh, Louis familiar. Prima and Keely Smith sang together. Remember Louis Prima? No. Uh, that old Black Magic. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's and she was in that, and of course they had a uh, just a gigolo. They they did oh, that originally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Until David Lee Roth did it in the eighties. Well, okay. that was a long time. That was a long time <laughs> past. But. All right. So yeah, it's, it was pretty it's a pretty amazing guy. He played with a lot of or um, composed for a lot of people. All right, so you ready Our for... Our last two are Mr. Elvis Presley. Now, you want to play them both together, or do you want to stop? Yeah, we, and... could, we could do that if you want. Okay, well, these were these were all in 1956. Like I said, Heartbreak Hotel was his first release on RCA to hit the charts. Then he came out with Don't Be Cruel, and Backside was Hound Dog. And so then those were the three biggest... There was other ones that we did already, too. I can't this remember. This is really kind of the whole year. I want you, I need you, I love you. Kind of the whole year that rock and roll... The whole year that rock and roll really came about. Yeah, and so, he was number one in the top 100. So yeah. The top so two, actually. In the, right. In the so we're going to wind up this first Hot 100 1956. With we, made we made it. We made Fist it. We made it through the... There you go. And, and it, was, it was a lot of fun, too. I'll tell you what, we're going to be back next week with 1957. 57. And we'll be starting right with We're almost 100. at the year I was born. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my years God. Don't, go. make, don't make me feel any older than I am. You know what I mean? Holy cow. All right, so here's Anyways, Elvis. we're going to end the show with Don't Be Cruel and then Heartbreak Will Tell, your number one song the in 1956. Hey. 
thinking of me Don't make me feel this way Come on over here and love me You know what I want you to say Don't be cruel To who a heart is true Why should we be apart? I really love you, baby Cross my heart Let's walk up to the preacher And let's say I do Then you'll know you'll have me And I know that I'll have you Don't be cruel To who a heart is true And I don't want no other love Oh baby, it's just you I'm thinking of Don't be cruel To who a heart is true Don't be cruel to a heart is true I don't want no other love Baby, it's just you I'm thinking of Well, since my baby left me Well, I found a new place to dwell Well, it's down at the end of Lonely Street That heartbreak hotel So lonely, I'll be so lonely, I could die. Although it's always crowded, you still can find some room for broken hearted lovers to cry there in the gloom. I'll be so, I'll be so lonely, baby. I'll be so lonely, I'll be so lonely, I could die. Keep flowing The desk clerk's dressed in black Well, they've been so long On the street They'll never, they'll never look back And think you're so And think you're so lonely, baby Well, they're so lonely Well, they're so lonely And they could die Well, if your baby leaves you You've got a tale to tell Or just take a walk down On the street to Heartbreak Hotel Where you will be so lonely, baby Well, you'll be lonely You'll be so lonely You could die Lonely, they could die. 